space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Base. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvek, and Tracy as Captain Vigrel. This episode, the officers get a better idea of where they are, and they come up with a plan of attack and attack. So you're looking around. You see, looks like older style buildings. Five. Okay, yeah. You're looking around. You're looking for like terminals or information. Or you notice that there are, there are some screens, like. You see, like, down the alley, maybe a couple, like, screens, like, against a wall somewhere. But you're not really seeing any, like, access terminals or or anything. There's, like, dirt. Not dirt, but, like, trash floating along the, the sidewalk in the alley. There's cars with wheels. Are we in the past? <laughs> and lots of weird things. Canton, you'll feel something in your pocket. And you kind of pull it out, and it looks like some kind of old ancient data device with a screen, not like a pad or anything. Oh, good grief. But it looks like... (laughs) (laughs) You open it up, and the information says the year is 1996. What? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of screen is this? (laughs) What kind of screen is it in 1996? (laughs) It's just black. It's just well, it's gray and black. The text is in black. It said it's an iPhone. It's a Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot. All right. So I will hold up and say, <laughs> computer, please oh. advise information you were instructed to give us. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't change. It just it says a little bullet points. It says the year is 1996. Someone went back in time and changed events to allow Khan to rule the Earth. You must change as many events as you can. If you are unsuccessful, you will be trapped in this place and time forever. God, anything but this. <laughs> Things that changed. This is, this is another bullet point. Things that changed. Three people were erased, and it gives you names. Karen Wilson, Ben Page, Thomas Starr. As a result, bullet point, the DY-100 series ship was halted in production. Khan released his Morningstar satellite. With both these things happened, he was able to take over the Earth. Sad, like other bullet point with parentheses. It is believed Gary 7 was erased as well, but since his whereabouts before this time weren't exactly known, you will have to go with what you know. Bullet point. Things that need to happen. A majority of these people have to survive. It is unknown why, but with all three gone, the DY-100 series ship is not completed and Khan is not stopped. Okay. All right, so look at it. Computer, please advise the location of these three individuals. <laughs> how much do I know about 1996? Yeah, how much do any of us know? Scholarship. Yeah. Oh, that's just not good. Oh, finally, my... You too, V-Girl. Four. four and scholarship oh, snap. Finally come in handy. Or not that much. <laughs> Canton's going to know more. He's, he's a history buff. 
Okay, so threes and fours. About Earth history? Oh, um, just a, uh, just a note. I get a plus one for customs and knowledge. You do, you do. uh, Research, study, uh, but if it has to be kind of um, Federation member cultures and another... It's a total of plus three for classic human periods. You do? For classic human periods? Yeah. Yeah, would this be considered a classic Wait, human Wait, where is that? Period? Cultural historian. Wow, it is. Cultural historian. I totally, <laughs> dude, yes. Um, you are a total... Seven? Actually, yeah. Yours at, Seven. What's your customs? We'll keep that same role. Oh, snap. I have to use customs for that. Never mind. Never mind. I'll use that later. No, what do you got? Customs is actually the exact same as scholarship. It's plus two. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so... I got that just so I would be able to perform classic jazz music. <laughs> well, you Who know that there is still, there's still classic jazz in 1996. So he's got a seven on that roll then? Yeah. So that you'll be a seven for culture stuff, right, Canton? Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with the scholarship first stuff. And then we'll go with the culture, because they are different. Okay. Uh, for the scholarship guys, the eugenics wars was underway in... 19- in 96? In 96, yes. So this is a, a vastly different... So we need to go farther back in time. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is the 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 classic Star Trek... The 1960s Star Trek 1990s timeline. Yes. Oh. Okay, I don't know about this, then. Oh, okay, you don't know. The Eugenics Wars of 1992 to 6. Because you guys... World War Three. Yes, I think that's what it was. Wow, pretty brutal. Because you guys did time travel through an alternate dimension. Right. It is nearing... Well, from your knowledge, it is ending... Both uh, Vigral and Kelvet can talk about, you know... This is them talking for threes and fours. Uh, somebody's explaining it the it was night it ended in 1996 uh right before khan was able to release his morning star satellite that removed the that was planning to remove the ozone layer and be his big bargaining chip to take over the world before that happened they barely fought him off and then gary seven and a bunch of other people kind of tricked kind of convinced him to get onto this new ship that they had made and which later became the botany bay botany bay which apparently was made from technology stolen from the ferengi ship that quark flew back to in the deep space nine episode with Odell, rum and uh yes nog yeah so the ship was yeah. made from technology from that but that's of course beta cannon but you know the eugenics wars was between Khan was kind of the leader there were there were like a bunch of them but they had taken over most of the world uh regular humanity had lost a lot but then eventually found out their bases bombed them and he was on the run and kind of got tricked kind of desperation moved was sent on that uh the YT1 D, the DY100 and then he went into hibernation, and then everybody knows the story of Khan. Yes, from the new series. No, th- no. I'm editing that out. <laughs> but uh, the names Karen Wilson, Ben Page, and Thomas Starr have no meaning whatsoever to you. 
Don't know if they're part of the whole DY100, which that was kind of a secret thing anyway. But you know that if they don't get him in the ship, or and if he releases his Morningstar satellite, that it's probably over for regular humanity. Which is why, in the future you guys were in, it was just the augments. Okay. Oh, no. What? I lost my fra- phaser on the bridge. Oh, yeah. it's Yeah, you guys have nothing but this and the clothes. Yeah. Okay. Good. You don't want to mess with the... Uh, Timeline any further? You get the idea. Yeah, you get the idea now. I'm, that- so- I'm sorry. Have we met? <laughs> oh, that too. But no, don't this guy, this guy doesn't want to met. You could tell that the Stephen Williams guy was kind of upset. You get the idea now that he was upset that someone went back and messed up time. Even though he won in the favor, it still wasn't quite fair. Just Stephen, he's a good guy. It, that doesn't sound at all like Stephen's Steven, a good guy. But okay, okay, <laughs> moving on. So, moving on. Um, for culture, um, you can tell you're you know you're around California. Just you can look around. Of course, we're in California. Are we near Burbank? I'm guessing. Wherever, like outside of some sort of like movie studio, like nice on a on a uh, studio lot somewhere. Somewhere, kind of maybe. Yeah, you're over in California, near where Starfleet is originally founded and does all the things in San Francisco. Probably near where some launch slide, where where some launch thing is. Uh, the war hasn't really hit here that much. But, I mean, you know, there's trash everywhere, and people are walking with their briefcases. Actually, this is this looks all quite normal to you. Because, <laughs> I mean, this is your time period. The 20th century? Oh, God, yeah. Um, I'm going to... Actually, I'm, for like seven, I can't give you enough. I'll just give you more as you go on. But you can tell that you guys have matching... You, you guys will fit in with the clothing. Vigral... Well, you could tell what Steven tried to do. He gave him a scarf and he tried to cover him up. And you know, for a seven, there was a lot of people with radiation poisoning and burns during this time period. He's hoping people will look at him and just think that he's just deformed with radiation. So we don't need to find out if there's a con anywhere in the area and secure costumes. You you guys know that in this time period, Khan is on the other side of the continent. No, 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 no. I'm talking about gamer conventions to dress up and fit in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's any game. I don't know if there's any conventions in the alternate Star Trek past future. That's fair. As long as there's a Google somewhere so we can find these people. There's a phone book. Well, it's 96. There's the internet would just have been developed, right? Oh, that's right. It's there's uh, a phone Yahoo. book. No, there, there was Yahoo. No, there's no Yahoo. Okay. The internet is just coming out now, right? I mean, it's barely a thing. Well, for Star uh, Trek Past Future, there was no internet at this point. Oh, so this was before Al Gore invented the internet in their timeline. Wow. Okay. Are there still ATMs at least? Maybe. I don't even know when ATMs came out. Okay, um, we may need to rob a bank at some point, but first things first, let's find an old-fashioned phone booth, make sure it's not a blue police box, and secure a phone book. Secure a phone book. Phone booth? Phone book? (laughs) What does 1996 smell like? Oh, God. Like Ninja Turtles. 
sewers and pizzas and oh, I, oh god actually yeah it smells like soup for you it smells like sewers meat cheese uh exhaust ozone dirt sweat oh also do the augments smell better than other humans yeah so so you know i'm thinking maybe we don't want to mess this up <laughs> you really want to live in a universe where i outrank you there's no augments here. Well, actually, there are a few, but they're over on the other side of the, of the world. The, actually, the Tlunertu you were in smelled way cleaner than the one that you're used to, which is both good and sad. It doesn't have that smell of home. That smell of electrical fires? Yeah. Plasma fires and hidden snacks and Jeffrey's tubes. So, what are you guys going to do? Get a phone book? Yes, I'm assuming at this point... Since we're not in fake uniforms and not performing for anybody, that we're actually back to the chain of command that we should be at. Canton is asking this out loud. Mr. Canton, you're assuming we were ever away from that chain of command. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> uh, get a fake point, uh, please. I will give you a fake point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, God, that was worth all the things. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so are you going to direct them to a phone booth? I'm going to ask for permission to direct them to a phone booth. <laughs> I will defer to your expertise. Thank you. <laughs> Reassert dominance. Captain Commander, Preferred this expertise. way, please. <laughs> Okay, you guys go down. You see a bunch of people walking. They're not going to pay you guys any mind whatsoever. Okay. It's it's weird. Well, actually, no. We, as players, would see it as weird because they don't have, like, phones and stuff to look at. But they're looking at this paper thing in their hand that has words printed on it. It's strange. Do I see any place where they might have gotten one of those? Like, maybe a box with one of those in, the, in a little window? Uh, there's little... A trash receptacle looks like it has one inside of a window, um, but there is a phone booth, and there's a phone book attached with a metal wire. Are you gonna try to get a a paper with news on it? Yeah, it's locked. You have to insert a coin, or you know, pick the lock. Hmm. Do I have anything in my pockets? Yeah, you got nothing in your pocket. Okay, I'm gonna move on then. <laughs> yes. Thwarted by the newspaper. <laughs> well, well, first I'll kind of rattle the box a little bit, and then I'll. Yep. No one pays attention to you. There's people walking by. There's news. There's newspapers on the ground. Oh, I'll pick one up. Yeah. It just gives you. Actually, it gives you the date. I should have done that before, but I can tell you the date. January the second, nineteen ninety-six. All right. Flipping through the phone book, trying to find any names from the list. Uh, you find a couple of them. Each of the names have multiple addresses and stuff for each name. Are you just going to rip it out of the phone book? I will ask uh, Kelvec if he could memorize them. That's very considerate of you. <laughs> uh, to not rip stuff out of the phone book. So. <laughs> um. Well, we have no idea how you know just the smallest things are going to alter history. Fair. That is very fair, actually. I was hoping you guys would do horrible things. We'll get there. <laughs> can we just transcribe them onto the Palm Pilot? Or can I 
am I skilled enough to memorize every single person, address, and phone number? Uh, you're Vulcan. You're fine. Wonderful. <laughs> if you want it, I'll, I'll give him the Palm Pilot if he wants to just write it down and keep track of it that way. You can do that. We can have a little scene where you're trying to figure out how to type things. <laughs> it's like, what is this? I do not understand. Uh, they don't have voice to. They don't have voice to text back in '96. No, they don't. For barbaric times, the letters aren't even in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, who are you guys going to look for first? You've got a Karen Wilson, a Ben Page. A Thomas Star. Uh, my vote, if we are taking suggestions, uh, would be to go to the uh, first name. Well, who has the least number of entries? Let's see. Karen has five. Ben has seven. And Thomas has four. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is this something we should be splitting up for? Because we don't know what kind of time crunch we're on. Do we have a way of communicating it with each other? Uh, for threes and fours, actually, you guys can figure it out. There actually is kind of a time crunch. Because on the 10th of January is when they launch. Basically, is when something different happens. When that satellite is launched? Uh, it'll be, it would be launched like in two weeks, but... You guys, call it, it's like a kind of an important day that you memorize in school or something you taught you. January 10th is when the humans finally fought back and re- launched uh, missiles at their home base and put them on the run. Whereas here it does. And apparently I was awake for that. Uh, no, that was that was Kelvec and Vigril. Oh, okay, never mind. That makes more sense. <laughs> so you know you have eight days. I believe it's eight days. So what do you guys do? You, it's up to you. Is there any more information about how we can narrow this list down? I mean, like in the palm. I mean, like in the palm pilot, or that's the only information on there. Is just those just names. Is there anybody looking for work around here? Always. Or looking for help. You see a couple of help wanted signs, mainly like construction stuff. So we're gonna need money. We're gonna need money, right? I mean. Uh, Canton will tell you at this time period they were still on the monetary system right. for things like rent, food, shell, like all the things was based on money. Oh. Sometimes they had a thing called credit cards that people love to use. Which um, this time period was also fraught with identity theft and uh, hackers and <laughs> uh, people digitally stealing money. It may not be uh, much of a divergence if I just um, create us some credit cards with money, since we're only going to be here a few days. But how are you going to do uh, that? Mad engineering skills. <laughs> <laughs> or we can always rob a bank. But um, I don't know. I mean, we could get jobs if. Uh, and the more time you spend, the more you probably alter things. Who knows? It's necessary, but I'm worried that that may right. take away from the time we have to search. What about that gift you gave me that I've been carrying around in my pocket? <laughs> what? Oh, right. Different uniform. Never mind. All the glasses. Yeah. Do we have anything valuable we could sell, like pawn or something, to give us some money? You have a palm pilot. Hey. That's not a bad idea. 
I mean, it's not like he does tricorder <laughs> things or anything like that. Question. Yes? To uh, Captain and Commander. Supposing we go to this first address and we meet um, whoever it is we're supposed to meet. How do we actually determine that that person is the one we're supposed to save and not one of the other people with the same name? We could find out what they do. Um, yeah, Thomas Starr, the cab driver, is not going to be something of, uh, of note for us. I mean, I, I, under, you know, I understand the idea of the butterfly effect, but there's not much time between now and mm. when the, you know events are disrupted so it would be someone that was kind of deeply or closely involved right like it's probably going to be i would think we should probably find somebody one of these guys first and then we might be able to figure out money and stuff from there that's true so let's just start looking for thomas like maybe they'll be able to help us or let us crash on their couch or something okay so there's there's four addresses. Do we want to each take one and then meet at the fourth one? I've got a question. The people we're supposed to look for, did I see any of their names in the newspaper? No. Okay. Well, how far apart are these people? The addresses are equal distance apart if you know how to get there. There's no Google Maps or anything. Yeah. Can I roll a uh, resources check to see if I have... Any way of obtaining money? Uh, you, it would be more of your customs things, where you know, like you could, you could busk, you could, like you would, you would know the customs of this era and the best ways to earn money that way. Okay. You could steal some money. I mean, you could. You could like, donate plasma. Yes, donate future plasma. <laughs> <laughs> donate Vulcan plasma. Okay, got a grade of four. Yeah, you um. Are you just looking for the easiest money, or...? I'm looking for a fast way to get a lot of money, whether that's hack the lottery, or... How do you... Um, I'm going to hack the lottery. No, I realize that's... I, I can't, but I'm just trying to give an example. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out something along these lines. Are there any casinos around here? Oh. I have a feeling that... Oh. Kelvin. Having been raised in Vegas, <laughs> you you could use that aspect. Being a Vulcan, maybe some like underground gambling ring or something. Is there a Fight Club? Poker, poker. poker. Oh did you, did you ask poker. if there's a Fight Club? <laughs> yeah. No one talks about that. So when you <laughs> actually, Canton, with your you're in the jazz, you know there are some you know. There's some underground poker going on. There's some underground gambling. All right. We are going gambling. Okay. Lead the way. If that's your your best assessment of the cultural situation, I trust your judgment. Lead on. I think bet between Kelvec and I, we're going to have to work that out. You know of a couple of jazz places around here and things. Oh, he does? Just he got a seven on that customs <laughs> of, like, classical American uh, jazz things, so... There's some famous ones. Okay. Oh, do I know, like, this uh, infamous place that was, like, bought out or uh, bankrupted by some legendary gambler that came <laughs> in 1996? 
I don't know, do you? I kind of feel like maybe I do. And I'd be willing to spend a fate point for it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are going to make history. I'm not going to worry about the whole timeline loop recursion thing. It's Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll reference it in a movie later. So, yeah, what's the name of this club? Um, See, the original name was the... Um, Blue Suede Jazz Club. Okay. For some reason, it was closed and insisted that it, the name would be uh, the Tipsy Vulcan. The Tipsy Vulcan? What's a Vulcan? Uh, it was this weird planet that supposedly existed in the orbit of the sun directly opposite of Earth. You mean Planet X? Yes. The Tipsy Vulcan. Okay. So you know where the... That's originally where the name comes from. So you know the you know where the Blue Suede Jazz Club is. Mm-hmm. It's a couple blocks down the road. You guys can get there. How are you getting into the Blue Suede Jazz Club? I assume we're already kind of dressed to the part. You're dressed like normals. Do we want to sell the tablet for enough money to get started and gamble our way to the, through the rest of it? Or do we want to put someone to sleep and use their funds to raise money, and then pay them back. Yeah, I see no reason not to sell the Palm, palm Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> There's no serious re- repercussions either way. I'm just asking what uh, my captain and commander's personal preference are. I see no reason for less violence. Okay. We'll go to a pawn shop and sell the... Um, so the Palm Pilot? I've already memorized all the numbers and everything. You guys wrote them down. Okay. That's right. Yeah, you you can write it. You can write the names down on a piece of paper, too. We don't have writing utensils. Yeah. You don't. There's some at the there's some at the at the store. When you go We're to the not, pawn shop. We don't want to waste our money buying them. <laughs> well, we just bomb a, a, a pen off the There's, there's so. a pen you can use. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'll make you spend a fate point, maybe? I feel bad. Not really. Okay, so you guys write down the stuff. Uh, you sail the Palm Pilot. I'm not <laughs> going to make you roll for that. You guys get an aspect of Palm Pilot money. <laughs> okay. Which we're then going to try and expand on in the Gamblers Hall. So what do we roll for that? Uh, so you guys get into the uh, Blue Suede Jazz Club. What's it like inside? Thank you for listening to episode 62 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to check out other episodes, you can do that at burnevthinggaming.podbean.com or on the iTunes or the Stitcher or the Podbay or wherever you can find podcasts. We have other adventures in The Secret of Nim, Dresden Files, there's a heist, there is a fantasy adventure. There's other ones too, but I just can't remember them all. If you'd like to help us make a better product with better microphones, you can hear us better, we can hear each other better. You can also decide what kind of adversaries our players face or just get episodes sooner you can check us out over at our patreon you can link it or google or bing it whatever your internet savvy you can find it either way keep enjoying keep enjoying